Welcome back to Siblings Unhinged. Virginia, how, how was this last week for you? Did you survive or not quite? Um, you know, this last week, it wasn't too bad. Uh, but I was alone, outnumbered with kiddos because uh, my hubby was gone for military stuff. But you know what? We survived, so it's all good. That's yeah. good. I saw you ran 10 miles this last week. I still don't believe it, but <laughs> you said you did. Yeah, I just, I just post that to just lie, you know, to people for I mean, that's, whatever stupid that's reason. Most that makes no sense. Of course, I ran. Th- I did. I ran 10 miles. I can't believe it. I ran that is actually for really an amazing. hour and like 43 <sighs> minutes. That's a I long time so to much. just run. I think three months ago, <clears throat> three months ago, I was in good shape and I was running. I could probably, I could probably run a mile in six minutes and run, you know, no, like you I couldn't. was in good shape. No, I you couldn't. Could have run very far. Like, you know, <laughs> if after running a few miles, I'd be dead. And I was like, I'll stay in shape for ultimate Frisbee season next year. Like I'll stay in shape. I'm going to, I'm obviously going to keep running. And I remember telling myself like right after the season ending going, I'm not going to keep running. Like I'm not. <laughs> what am I talking about? I'm not going to do that. And then I didn't. And I'm like, gosh, darn it. Like I have two months before season starts. <laughs> Terrible shape. I did laundry the other day. You know, we're on the second floor, right? So I have to walk all the way down. Uh huh. Bro. I kid you not. The next day I go, dude, my butt is so, like, I'm just sore. Why am I sore? What did I, you went I, I was sore. From walking up and down the stairs. Wow, Wes, that's bad. Now, listen, listen, to give me a little credit, I went up and down, like I went down five times, so, you know, and then back up, and it's two flights of stairs, and I was carrying laundry, you know, frankly, it's still bad, but yeah, it was was kind of a reality check, I was like, oh boy, to do something yeah no i mean the only reason that i've actually been consistent with running is because i'm running with somebody else and i'm desperate for socialization Mm. and that's literally the only reason why i go because i'm like oh i can see another adult uh okay i guess i'll go and be miserable and hate it but actually i've started to not hate it as much but um yeah it, like yeah, if, is, if she, if my running buddy isn't available, the likelihood of me going is very, very low. So I have a question for you. Cause I've never, never in my life have I enjoyed running like, and here's where it's tough because obviously if you're out of shape, running sucks, right? You know, no one's going to deny that. Um, but I've been in yeah. shape plenty of times throughout my life, you know, done lots of sports and during those seasons, maybe I go for a run cause I'm not having something where it's right after and I, I go run and I still don't enjoy it. And that's the thing I've always like, I've always found interesting. I can all go run and I don't enjoy it. It's still, I'm still making, making myself do it. Are you at a point where if you went out and ran three miles, you'd, you'd enjoy it or it was because people's like, Oh, I love, I love it. I love it. No, I, I don't think I would say I love it because I don't love the running. I love the fact that I get to get out of the house. Okay. (laughs) away from my beautiful children whom I love but need a break from and I get to just not be bothered for right you know 30 minutes to an hour 
or more if I go run on a treadmill at the gym, right? Because then that's drive time. Right. That's 15 minutes there and 15 minutes back. Just me in the car. Yeah. Do you know how precious that is when you're around little <laughs> people 24-7? Okay. I treasure that time. So, And then I've also really started to like the way that I just feel really good after, you know, mm-hmm. after doing it and while I'm doing it, um, right. feel better. Now, sometimes it still sucks. Like it still sucks to, um, like it's painful, but right. That's what I, that's what's so weird all the things about always... it, like around it, I like, but the, mm-hmm. the act itself, not so much. Mm. It's kind of like the opposite of like sex. You know, you like the act, but you don't like all the stuff around it, right? Like clean up and everything. Oh my gosh. You know, sometimes (laughs) you're just sitting there and you're like, do you want to? I was like, I don't have to get up and clean up. (laughs) I'll tell you what though. I, we are not going to go off topic today. So I'm just going to say this, then jump right back to running. Okay. Okay. Sure. That's not our topic, but Mm -hmm. in the freaking movies, the guy, I mean, it could be the girl, but they like fall. They're on, one of them's on top and yeah. they roll over and they're like, oh, oh wow, that was wow. amazing. That was amazing. And the sheets are just on them. And I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> you're making a mess. And then they just lay there. Like, yeah, they uh-uh, just lay there and they go to sleep. And that is, it's, you, it's, <laughs> I, th- I know. Well, what? It's, no, it's, it's, boom, done. And then, oh, okay, don't move. All right, you got the towel. Where's the towel? Where's the towel? Where is it? Exactly. I'm like, the, no, you're not just guy, rolling over. Yeah, or you uh. got a like a condom on and the guy's like, hey, I got to go before this falls off and makes a mess. Yeah. Right? Like, it's, it, yeah. And women, yeah. ladies. Okay. Every single Very time. Important. Go to the bathroom and go pee. Okay. Don't rest I'm that sorry. UTI. It is miserable. It's not worth it to just lay there Dude, and bask sucks. in the after. You can lay it for a little bit, but like get Ugh. up and go pee Don't within five minutes. Okay. You got to. Yeah. That's, uh, that sucks. Like I hate that for you guys. That's such a bummer. <laughs> that's. Cow a bummer. Bummer, dude. Um, okay. Back to running. Cause I don't want to go too crazy. <laughs> oh wait, no, no, no. Saying. Listen. Last night, okay, obviously, you know, Seth came back from military, okay. being gone for a few days. So, you know, we've just been talking about it. Who do you think I'm doing that with? What is that? I want to know. Um, <clears throat> so we're doing what married people do. And then, because <clears throat> when we go to bed, we leave our bedroom door open just a little bit so that we could hear Marianne, who, who she... We, so we can hear Marianne in her room, okay? Well, as we are uh, getting ready to get up and go, you know, to the bathroom and clean up and whatever, we hear her door close. <gasps> and I'm like, because right. my bedside table dark. light was on, so it wasn't, like, dark. Like, things were illuminated. And I was terrified. I Sapper? You can't. No. Shh. No. Guys, is your cat driving you crazy? Try kitty cat. Catnip. What is it? Catnip. Kitty cat catnip. Kitty That's cat, what we should do. Kitty cat. <laughs> we'll start a catnip brand. Hold on. Let me put him outside. Come on, buddy. 
Guys, we gotta we gotta keep it real here at, at Siblings Unhinged. Whether it's screaming children or screaming cats or screaming adults. Yeah, but it's always me. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, so I was terrified that Marianne might have just seen something that was going to scar her psyche for life, but... She's young think... enough, it doesn't matter. No, she's she's almost four, dude. Do you realize, like, Seth's earliest memories are from when he was three, okay? Like... Okay, earliest memories? He probably has two. I'm just saying, if it's traumatic enough, you're going to remember it. But thankfully, she didn't, but I had a heart attack thinking that she might have, so... In the mean, in the in the future, we're gonna be a little bit more careful. Anyway, that's Shame. it. Shame. Shame. Yeah. Oof. Can you imagine walking in on somebody? Yeah, <laughs> like you like, did go. all the time, and you, 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 you're so tone deaf what? or I- ignorant or naive. I don't know. Listen, it's like you didn't even get buddy. the hint. You didn't. Re- you there they are. There, mom and dad. Under the blankets, like with them up to their chins, like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And you're just like, let me sit on the bed and talk to you and blah, 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 blah. What do you mean, tone deaf? I knew exactly what was going on. I just didn't You were care. just cock-blocking dad. That's what you were doing. <laughs> you were like, <laughs> The funniest thing about, I've walked in on mom and dad three times, mind you, all over the age of 16. Um, I, meaning I was over, you know, 16. <clears throat> and I'll tell you what. Mom, I don't know. Mom, mom's reaction was always, you know, it was like, because it was this jump scare. It's like, oh, you scared us, you know. <laughs> but then mom's reaction was always just like a shake in the head. Like, oh, you know. Dad truly was embarrassed. Like every time dad was truly embarrassed, red in the face, and his little smile he does when he's like embarrassed, you know. And uh, it's so funny. Now, listen, two of the times, not my fault. One of the times was my fault, okay? Two of the times it was like, I, it wasn't my fault, okay? But one of the times it definitely was I picked their lock because their door was locked. And I know it seems bad. I know it seems it, bad. Uh, it seems? It is Bish. bad. It doesn't seem bad. It is bad. <laughs> listen, you listen, picked we their lock. You, went, you were almost an adult and go and no, their I doors. Was. You were an adult. You were over 18. You, you go to their door <laughs> and it is locked and you're like, Listen, you know what? I'm going to pick this lock. I'm going to. So. Unbelievable. Let me put some, a little bit of. You would have been sleeping of, outside. Oh. Yeah. Let me put a little bit of, I don't want to say backstory. What, is, what do they call that? Pref, uh, I don't want to get, whatever. Anyway. So the thing is, is the door would be locked plenty of times. Right. And you know, dad's not home. It's mom. And mom would be like, oh shoot. Like I didn't mean to lock it. It was an accident. Cause I, I could be making this you up know here. What but I'm I, hearing? I remember you know what those I'm hearing? locks. Excuses. That's what I'm hearing. Rationalizations. Listen, I'm just giving backstory. So sometimes it was, oh, I locked. Sorry. You know, come in. Mom would be doing something or, or, you know, whatever. Or she'd been taking a shower and she left it locked and forgot about it. And, you know, she's fine. She's just reading or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. So I knocked on the door, I swear, two, three times. And... Nothing. Yeah, so they didn't typically respond the, because they were in the middle on, of something. Hold on. I know that. I know that now. But how it would go – because you got to remember, this is something I would do all the time. And I know it seems, whoa, why would you do this? Because I would come in and I'd be like, hey, mom or dad, or if they're both there, you know, mom, dad, I'm grabbing something out of the room because they'd be in the bathroom, you know, with the door shut. And uh, 
So I needed the computer for something and I'm almost positive it was, cause it was Sunday morning. I'm almost positive I needed it to print something off for a lesson plan for church, okay? I was doing church. I was doing the work of God, okay? <laughs> Listen, I was doing the work of God. Uh-huh. And <laughs> anyway, so I picked the lock cause I needed the computer and they didn't answer. So I figured they were in the bathroom and I was gonna come in and be like, hey, I'm in here, grab the computer. And I opened it and, and there it was, and you know. <laughs> yeah. And there it was? <laughs> there it was. It wasn't much. No. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. No, no. But that I'll, that is something, though, I, I think about. I mean, I know I was 18, so it's a little bit different. But I was teaching Sunday school to the, the elders, like all the men at 18. Like I was one of the Sunday school teachers in church. Mm-hmm. So I taught to... We're not going to go back to running, are we? That's okay. I taught. <laughs> so, but at 18, I remember I was teaching like Sunday school to the elders, to all the, to all the grown men. I just think that's funny. I mean, and it's not. Sorry. What? I just looked over at my counter and <laughs> I wish people could see. Um, uh, there's a little bath bomb, donut bath bomb that was sitting on kind of like the, um, the counter the, well it's not like the counter it's like the wall the ledge the ledge sure the ledge and then i look over and it's floating in a glass of water like a dirty glass of water that we set beside the sink i'm like the cat must have got up there and like like pow pow like hit the bath bomb into the glass of water I was just so is crazy. it going off no because it's still in its plastic Oh, I, I was, I was so, I'm like, you're so calm right now. That's clean it up. <laughs> just the backlash is going off. Overflowing. Oh. No. Uh, anyway, sorry. That was so random. <clears throat> yeah. Jeez. Oh my gosh. Oh, no. So, so you no. taught all of the men. Um, was that back before? No, I think it happened at this point. Was that when um, the high priests and the elders were combined? merged yeah. yes they had merged at that point <clears throat> which actually might be something because some people don't like high priests older, like what are you talking about <laughs> elders are like old people what do you so <clears throat> there's a lot of <sighs> growing up mormon it like we are uh mormons are christians but mm-hmm and so there's a lot of very unique vernacular used within the Mormon church that other people hear and they're like, what are you talking about? Like steak dances? It's not where you yeah. bring a steak <laughs> and you dance with it around a bonfire, okay? Or firesides? That's not where you gather around a fire, all right? Or uh, wards? It's not a mental institu- institution, Okay. Not a psych ward. <laughs> now I'm trying to think of other beehives. Be- beehives? Bumblebees. Those are referring to mm-hmm. 12 and 13 year old girls. <laughs> My mates, that's the 14 to 15 year olds. And then the laurels, 16 to 18 year olds. If you had to give me a quiz, I don't know if I would have passed it. <laughs> trying to remember that. <laughs> and then it was like, uh, for the boys, it was Deacon. Like you became. Like, in the Catholic Church, a deacon is, like, 
A deacon's high, right? Yeah. Or you have to be really old or something. Or you have to be really old. <laughs> I don't know. I just I just know whenever I told people I was a deacon, they they would just say no. Yeah, because you become <laughs> a no. in the in the church you be in the Mormon church you boys become deacons at twelve, okay? Mm-hmm. Itty bitty babies, and you're called deacons because it goes deacons and then teachers and then priests, and then once you become eighteen, you become an elder. What? What are you making that voice for? I farted. I was worried it was going to catch the noise. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I was like, uh-oh. Oh, my gosh. Good thing I have a nice mic. It won't catch it. <laughs> I'm sure. When we listen back, there's going to be like a... Next, t- next time, I'll just be like, Virginia. I mean, we spliced the audio together. They wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway. Sorry, continue. <clears throat> I'm trying to think of other weird words. Um, well, then there's all the names that come from the Book of Mormon. Right, right. Oh. Me? People Maroney. say Maroney. Yeah, no, last night, <laughs> last night at my at my friend's house for, for the Super Bowl party, uh, Skyler, he was like, what's that one word y'all say? Layla, lame. I was like, oh, layman? He's like, no, no. It's like, oh, laymanite. I was like, yeah, yeah, what about it? He's like, yeah, that's the funniest racial slur ever. <laughs> and I laughed and I went, what? I was like, racial slur? He's <laughs> like, yeah, isn't that what you call uh, like Native Americans? And, and I was like, oh. And then I realized it was just funny to me because, you know, Mormons believe, right, that you know, a, a Jewish family came over to the Americas, right? That's the story of the Book of Mormon. They came over to the Americas. They settled at like 600 and, BC. You know, there's <clears throat> right, right, yeah, 600 BC, and it's the two two peoples ma- ma- mainly, right? The two peoples of the the Nephites and the Lamanites, um, and you know, they were brothers. Nephi and Laman were brothers, but then you know, their posterity got big, and those were kind of the two big groups. But there were plenty of other you know groups, but they kind of just you were a Lamanite or you were a Nephite mainly, right? And uh, so basically, spoiler alert, you know, the Lamanites win. Um, <laughs> all the Nephites. And spoiler. sorry, if you're, if you're only on episode seven, <laughs> um, I got, it's so hard to stay focused. Oh my gosh. I just, every time I say something, I think of something else and then I want to say it because it's good or funny. Stay focused. focused. ADHD so, brain. Anyway, so. Did you just say my pea brain? An ADHD brain. Oh. <laughs> but your brain probably does mostly resemble a pea. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Where's his brain? Is it behind what? the walnut on the stick? Is that it behind is the his... walnut on the stick? <laughs> that is his brain. Anyway. Sheen. So. <laughs> Carl. <laughs> okay, so Lamanites beat the Nephites. Wipe them out. That was a Jimmy Neutron reference, if you didn't understand. Yeah, yeah. So our assumption, our assumption is that um, the Lamanites continued to live on up until Christopher, my history. Oh, I should have paid more attention to history. Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492, right? No. So anyway, when the the Native Americans that were here, when Christopher Columbus showed up, Mormons, it's a belief. It's not a, it's not a, tr- you know, a truth. They were like, oh, this is truth. But a lot of Mormons believe that most of the Native Americans are descendants from uh, the Lamanites, right? And uh, so, 
<laughs> Skyler thought, because, you know, that was something that he's heard before, he thought, oh, it's a, a racial slur. <laughs> I just thought it was funny because I'm like, what? No. But he's like, I've heard people say that. They're like, oh, you're a Lamanite if you're a Native American. And and it's funny, though, because I think back to it, I'm like, I know for a fact that I've that you've said that been before. taught that or yeah, right? Mm-hmm. That you're just like, oh, yeah, that's you just kind of believe that. That's where they come from. But it's kind of funny. He said that. <laughs> but we're on the church topic, so it just made me think that. He's yeah. like, oh, that's a racial slur, right? I'm like, no. no. Like, um, <laughs> what? I mean, I mean, I've, I, I guess I've never asked. A, I, I've never spoken to a Native American and asked them how they feel about it. Being like told that these people could be among their ancestors. <clears throat> right. But I know there are, the, there are some people out there, some Mormons who like true boo probably are like, no, you are like. That's what you are, but I don't. I can't speak to that because. Yeah, yeah, we're weird church words. I mean, obviously, like you said, that Maroni, all, all the words in the Book of Mormon. But I can't think of. I'm trying to think. Yeah, ward stakes. Hmm. Yeah, Dude, a ward. So let me church? explain what that. <laughs> go for it. Go for it. Like a ward is what you call like the congregation that you go to on Sundays, and then a stake. You're building the chapel. S-T-A-K-E. Okay, like a stake in the ground, not like a stake that you eat, uh, is a uh, group of congregations in a geographical area. Just just to clarify. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I always have to <laughs> I always have to explain that. So I say, oh yeah, my ward. And then people always look at me funny. Oh, what? I say, now, now I just say congregation, yeah. but I would always say our ward or congregation, you know, the building we go mm-hmm. to. And then you're like, and then when you're like steak, uh-huh. It's like, well, a, a steak is just an area that there's like six or seven congregations in it. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Three hour church. That's what you said. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. I think about it. <clears throat> How much time? That's a lot. Three hours. And that's Darn only, it, I don't have that's my... only if you went to church and then left immediately after. That's not if you had any type right? of positions like being a bishop who is like the Dude. the pastor or leader of the congregation or his counselors mm-hmm. or a uh, the relief society president that's another kind of interesting term is a uh, is basically like the woman who is over all of the women the so, woman boss the woman yeah, yeah uh, if you're in a leadership position then you stay a lot longer like a lot longer yeah well shoot i mean just think about it <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. The Lynn Branch. Um, <laughs> there we go. Branch. branch. <laughs> so a ward is, and I'm going to make up the numbers here because I'm not 100% positive, but I believe a ward needs, you need 300 plus m- members like in a, the area to be considered a ward. They don't have to go to church, but no, you just have to have like it's, 300. It's all about. Um, or it's about act. They, it, okay. Here's the thing. So here's the thing. Because people always say, oh, it's, it's active. Uh, like or attending priesthood uh, members because they have to have enough to run a ward. Yeah. And you're right. You're right. But technically, it is only 300 members in the area, right? If you were to draw a circle and say, all right, everyone who lives in this circle goes to this building. If there's 300 members, it is considered a ward. Um, people always go, well, if there's not enough uh, men priesthood holders to run the uh, – um, the church right because there's 10 callings that need to be filled or whatever yeah uh, 10 positions 
um, then it's going to be a branch. Technically speaking, it's it'll still it would still be a ward. Um, but it, it is funny though because it's you know our the the um, the Sandy Creek ward we had like three hundred and eighty members in the area, but only you know we averaged like one hundred and twenty because it was a big area, so we had a lot of you know people that want to disappear. But okay, back to Lynn Branch. I'm sorry. So a branch is just a smaller. It's just a small building. It's just there's not a lot of members. We had. What do you think? What was our average attendance on a I Sunday? I don't know. I feel like 30. 30? Yeah, 35 tops maybe as an average. Like yeah. a good day. A good day was 40, 45, and that was when someone's family came out of town. Right, yeah. You know, when <laughs> so two of the visiting. families. I mean, could we name all the families on one hand? <clears throat> okay, I okay, know. okay, ready. I, I, I imagine like where everyone would sit because I think I can still remember. So there's us, right? right. And mm-hmm. then there's uh, the Bacchuses. And uh-huh. the Atkinsons, and then there's the Rasmussens, and Rasmussen's. the Turners. The, the Brigham, what was the Brig, Brigham? The Mc, uh, McKay. McKay. The McKays. Borlands. Borlands. The Scots and Borlands were kind of mixed because that was yeah, like a group family. Yeah, they, they were but all related. Scott Borland. Scott. <clears throat> the Scots. Um and there were a few like the Turners, but that was an old couple, so that, you know there were just I already two mentioned of them. them. You weren't listening, huh? Oh, you, oh, you did. I'm yeah. sorry. Sorry, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anyone um, else who someone's gonna listen and be like, they forgot me. The, Cle- the Clemmies. Oh yeah, that older couple. Shout out to my first love. No. Yeah, Lauren, right? She said she was going to marry you. Oh my you. gosh. If she ever tracks this podcast down, it's so weird. <laughs> Once again, don't want to go on a tangent, but basically this young girl and I fell in love. We were like nine or 10 and she lived in Georgia. I lived in Missouri. You know, it just wasn't meant to be. Right. Long distance. Okay. This is so funny. I still remember I wanted a picture of her and I had mom's old flip phone, the jitterbug, the silver and blue one. It wasn't a jitterbug. And I bug. asked, what? Okay, whatever. That doesn't matter. Keep going. What did you say? I said it wasn't a, jigger, a jitterbug. Well, oh, I didn't know. that. I, calm down. It's, that's a minor detail. And that's why I said it doesn't matter. <laughs> that's why I said it doesn't matter. Keep Dude, going. calm down. Calm down. I think you're getting why a little you get emotional. So upset about this? Why are you getting so emotional about this? <laughs> anyway, so the the phone, I don't, it doesn't matter. I had a, this little flip phone. <laughs> and... I like asked to take a picture of her and I took a picture of her um, outside of the building, the like Lynn Branch building, our church building on the little cement patio, took a picture of her and so I could keep it. And mom had given me that phone because it was just old. And I think there was one game on it. And that was the whatever the one where you move the little platform and the ball hits that mm-hmm. one. Um, that was the only reason I had that thing. And uh, so anyway, I remember I took a picture of her because I wanted to have that picture. But we would only email. That was the only way we communicate. I, I don't, we never talked on the phone, which I think is funny. I, don't, I think her parents wouldn't let her talk on the phone or something. It was, her parents are very strict. I just remember that. But uh, yeah, we emailed, we emailed consistently for three or four years. Wow. Yeah. Like truly, truly consistently. That was like a, what do they call it? Pen pal? Yeah. Pen pals. Yeah. And then we just had a falling out. <laughs> That's because you were a typical guy, a typical guy. And when she professed her no, no, feelings, you were like, That's you got even, scared not... and then you ran away and you just ghosted her. You 
aren't involved in this story. So <laughs> shut it. <laughs> no. So listen, we emailed back and forth consistently. And every time she'd come out, it was like, I was so excited. I remember she'd come out for, uh, um, the 4th of July fairly often. I say fairly often, probably two or three, probably three out of the four or no. Cause of when we moved. So I think it was two out of the three summers that I had known her. She was out there for 4th of July. And, uh, I was always so exciting. Oh, young love. And, uh, but anyway, shout out to you, Lauren, if you're listening. No. <laughs> that was so funny. So anyway, and then we just kind of fell apart, grew up, right? I mean, it's not it's not bad. It's just, you know, spread our wings and flew. And then, I don't know, I'm 16 or 17. So it's been definitely two years, but probably closer to three and a half. Um, I think it was three, three and a half since the last time we really spoke. Um, you know, we might have sent each other an email here and there at age 14, but I'm pretty sure it kind of ended at age 13 once we moved. And anyway, I randomly get an email from her and she was like, Hey, Wesley, hope you're doing well. Um, kind of need to talk to you. You know, either she said, here's my number or, or, or what's your number? Regardless, we had a phone call that day. It was, it was really weird. It was, I need to talk to you. And I'm thinking, what the heck? I haven't spoke to you in two years. And, uh, so, you know, one of us called each other <clears throat> and I remember telling mom and dad, I was like, Lauren reached out to me. I'm like, what? Like, really? Yeah. I don't know. She's just, just trying to reach out. And, uh, late night booty call, I guess, you know, from <coughs> 2000 miles away. So we're talking on the phone. I truly, truly do not remember if we were catching up or not. You know, I don't, we could, I don't know how long we spoke on the phone. I don't know what we talked about, but then it just went, I had a vision. I, you know, I feel bad telling this story. Actually, I'm, I'm like starting to feel guilty because I'm like, it's like a personal thing. Hopefully, she never listens to this stuff. I mean, it's so embarrassed. Um, Should have used a fake name. Shiz. So Susan. <laughs> <laughs> At least you, you didn't say your last name though. So like, no. No, like, no, no way. Uh, to Brown. Ever. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, her last name Brown. No, I don't. I'm being serious when I say I don't know her last name. I don't know it so, either. So there we go. I don't know her. That sounds terrible. So anyway, it, yeah, we should use, I feel like we should totally use fake names. <laughs> Stories. I feel bad. Um, no one's going to listen. That's what we're talking about. I have like five <laughs> people that listen. Um, <laughs> so what are we talking about? It's going to be like 10 years before we have 10 listeners. So anyway, um, this girl, Susan <clears throat> or Lauren. So we're talking and she's like, I had this vision and you know, details kind of escaped me, but she was like, I had this vision and I was at home, you know, I was holding one of my kids and I was making dinner, you know, and there was a kid on the floor and, uh, so, you know, two kids, she's like, she's making dinner and, you know, she had a rough day and then the door opened and in walked three men and one of them was me and two of them were uh, more missionaries. Cause I guess I was like out with the missionaries, you know, teaching or whatever I was out with the missionaries and I walked in she's like I looked at you and you know I knew I, I loved you and you, you were my husband and I was like that's who I'm supposed to marry and you know obviously in the vision we we're already married and she's like I had this vision and I was like that's Wesley and it was so serious to her or I I, I will say real because did that, she you know, say vision her. or did she say dream no vision. She said vision because she was not asleep. Like she said, she was, she was at EFY, uh, especially daydreaming. for youth. 
Okay. Sorry, keep going. Stop invalidating I'm other people's <laughs> experiences. Sorry. Virginia. Sorry. So anyway, she I'm telling you how it is, okay? And so she had this vision, dream, whatever you want to call it, and she was like, I need to do something about this. And so it's serious enough that she talked to her bishop or the pastor, right, leader of your congregation, and told him about it. I was like, what do I do? What do I do with this, you know? And um, <laughs> I don't remember what she said the bishop said, but he said you need to talk to the the stake president. I guess he's like, I can't help you. So she talked to the stake president. The stake president is a big wig. So stake president would be the guy who's over seven to 10 congregations, right? So, you know, it's a couple thousand people. So he's basically, it goes, you know, if you're looking at pyramid style, it's like stake president. And then there's the bishops, right? So, you know, over all the, the congregations and then it just keeps filtering they can't out. See so your stake president's moving. like, they can't see your hands as you're. <laughs> I know they can't see my hands moving, but I'm making a pyramid. <laughs> so anyway, she's talked to the stake president about it, and can't remember how. The, I can't remember the details on that, but she talked to him about it, and I guess he said you need to talk to him, meaning me. He's like you need to talk to this guy. So she told me about that, and I'm gonna be real honest. Everything else is a blur. I don't remember how I ended the conversation. I don't remember if I said you were that's great and hung up because you were panicking, but. Well, listen, I, and I know you're being honest to be funny, but I, I don't know if I was panicked. I don't remember anything. I blacked out, okay? <laughs> I woke up in the hospital the next day. I... There were tubes and wires. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, so I just remember ending the phone call. I, that's, that, I mean, she told me that, and every, I don't remember anything else in that conversation. I'm sure it was a two-hour phone call, a ten, five, ten-minute conversation. That's the only thing I remember, and I never spoke to her again classic guy move oh my gosh this you, girl shush. you ghosted her you she came to you and she was like hey and she shared something incredibly personal and vulnerable and you mm -hmm. were like peace out ghost ghosted so i know you're gonna say oh this is different and it is but let me ask you this Random here. I'll substitute uh, By then Eli's I name, I, okay. so I won't say Eli. <laughs> I was like, if you use the wrong name, I'm not gonna know who you're talking about. <laughs> so I'm not gonna say Eli. Uh, I, it's so funny. I don't remember any of these people's last names, so I want to use a fake name. But I'm like, what if that's the real name? <laughs> it's like Eli Jones. Like that's his real name. <laughs> anyway, so Eli, you know, Eli shows up at your door or calls you. Doesn't matter. And he goes, Virginia, I am meant to be with you. Like God told me. And, you know, let's say you believe in God. Um, so let's say you're hey, like, oh, yeah. Listen. <laughs> so he God goes, and he I are on that. complicated no, I terms right now. Okay. Yeah, I get that. But here's the thing, though. We're just kind of ignoring life, each other. That's what we're doing. Ignoring. <laughs> but my thing is, you just ghost him because you're like, uh, no, I'm living my life. I'd, what? No, like. That's not happening. You're talking about like right now, like me. You're as right a now. Married mom. Right now, as a married mom, it doesn't matter. Okay, he shows up. You're like, no, I no. What? Like you're showing up randomly. I'm living my. This is my life. You're not gonna tell me. That's how I felt. I was like, no, I have a choice. I'm gonna make the choice. I want the choice in my life. Okay, <laughs> okay, but but let's talk about how. Okay, because <clears throat> in the um. 
oh, okay, wait a minute. Let me start at the beginning. I'm, I, I do, sometimes I get ahead of myself in my thoughts and then I start in the middle of the story and no one understands what I'm talking about. Okay. Oh, typical woman. No, I, I no, you do the same thing. You, the dots just connect so fast that you're already- I know, I'm with you. I'm with like, you. People, anyway, can't, people can't keep up. People can't keep up with me in a conversation because I'm already, they say something and I'm on to the next one. I've solved the issue solved world hunger and now I'm already on to the next problem right. and they're like what, we, what? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. okay so <clears throat> I want to like talk about just how common this actually is though especially and I, I can't speak to other um mainstream like I, other Christian denominations or whatever but in the Mormon church because there's a heavy emphasis on a personal revelation right mm-hmm. um communing with God and, and getting answers. I think that's pretty common in probably a lot of religions. Um, right. But it's a very, uh, core foundation of the Mormon church. (laughs) And, um, and so this actually happens a lot when like people who are dating will, or meet, maybe they're not even dating. Okay. But we'll tell each other, I had a dream. And you're meant to be with me. I mean, so stop that. Stop what? What did you're doing with your? <laughs> oh no no no! I I'm being serious. I'm fiddling. I'm fiddling. I'm sorry. I'm I'm just fiddling. Yeah. Well, you know what it looks like. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Last night. Okay. Listen. I'm sorry. I just I gotta say this. No, say this. I'm in the middle of something. All right. Go find. Okay. Whatever. So this actually happens. A lot. Okay. I can't tell you how many girls have talked about how this, maybe, maybe he was sweet. Okay. I'll give him, I'll benefit of the doubt. Sweet guy, nice guy, or who thinks he's a nice guy, whatever. Just is basically like, I've had a dream and you're supposed to be my wife and we're meant to be together. Like I've had the revelation. And so, yeah. And then the girl's like, well, okay, I'm going to pray about it too. And he's like, mm-hmm. well, you don't need to because I already got the answer. And you're like, let yeah. me just, red flag, red flag, red flag. <laughs> I mean, the, it just, it happens, okay? The the wielding of like per- revelation God card happens a lot where they're like, I right. was told by God, okay? And except the way that happened to me is I had a guy use it to break up with me. So he was basically... <laughs> Who? Yeah, like, um, so I just was praying about it, and God said that we're just not supposed to be together. Cheap cop out. You know what that is? A cop out. That means you, who, Kyle, you're listening to this? Okay, listen to this. Listen. Kyle, who the hell is Kyle? <laughs> you never heard about him. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, it's like, that's a cheap cop out when you're not man enough to just say, I don't want to be with you and break up with somebody. Breakups suck. You break somebody's heart. It sucks. But instead, it's like you like remove the responsibility from yourself. It's like, I don't want to do this, but I have to type of a thing. Like, come on. Just be a man and say you don't want to be with me. Because that's what happened my first semester. That's what happened my first semester. The guy I was going out with then said he wanted someone who was more into exercising. Basically, he was like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. That sucks. Yeah, that was, that hurt. That was, I hope he found her. (laughs) Actually, my best friend, as a best friend should, when we found out that he was married and saw like pictures on Facebook, she was like, 
yeah, you're so much prettier than her. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, don't be a bitch. Don't be like, oh, she's fat. You're see, women are mean. No. You're mean. She was wow. being a good best friend and she was building me up. She was like, girl, you are beautiful. I okay. hate those posts. I know, you know, this is cancel, cancel culture is coming from me, but whenever the ugly girl posts something and then all of her friends, and they do the, like the Avengers assemble, you know, like the joke. <laughs> and then, and then it's like, slay, you're beautiful. Like, ah, yes, queen. Like those are the comment. And it's so funny. I just can't, I just love that. Okay. When it's listen, like, just because you, someone doesn't appeal to you and you don't think they're attractive doesn't mean they're not attractive. Oh, oh, I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that some people don't find them attractive. Everyone is attractive to somebody. You know what I mean? Like, think about it. If a hundred million people find you attractive, that's only, you know, that's like 3% of the population. You know what I mean? I don't know if it's 3%, but it probably, no, it's probably less than 3%. Yeah, it's probably like 2%. But frankly, yeah. Anyway, so so back to the breakup or or, uh, God's telling you to break up. But that's tough, though, because if I come to you and I'm like, hey, God told me that I'm supposed to marry you. And I truly believe that. And I feel like a lot of times they do, you know, because they, they do believe it. They feel, you know, they feel that. Because <clears throat> they've manifested it, it. They've manifested it. And they've asked the question so many times until they got a positive answer. I, I got it. I know. I'm getting there. Jeez, don't jump the gun. No. So I, I'm with you there, though, that it's. I feel like you kind of will it. And the dreams are tough because, dude, are you kidding me? Okay, well, then you know who I'm supposed to be with? Chris Evans. I'm supposed to be with Chris Evans. Okay, because you know how many dreams I've had that? (laughs) Me too. You know how many dreams I've had about that guy? That's what I was going to say is like, you know how many dreams I've had that just like, well, I guess I'm supposed to be president of the United States. You know, I guess I'm supposed to have six hot babes living with me. You know, like, no, it's not. Dreams are tough because you dream the most random stuff. You know that's why. Like, oh, I had a dream. You know, vision's different if you're awake for it, and then you know you transcend. You know, eyes go in the back of the head. You're like, Wah. that's a little bit different. I don't know if that's how people have visions, but <laughs> but think about it though. Like whenever people and and this is not bad on on anyone in our family. Um, I mean, you did it. All of y'all prayed. God, should I marry this person? Right? I mean, you you did it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So every single person in my family, our family, has prayed. Hey, you know, for their their spouse, should I marry this person? Or you know, is this mm-hmm. person I'm supposed to marry? Or they were the ones that received like a revelation before or that personal experience with them. Like, oh, I'm supposed to marry that person. You know, Dad felt that way. Dad, you know, saw Mom and because he had been praying, I need a companion, I need help, and then he saw Mom and was like. It was like, that's her. That's the one. The light from heaven shone down on a spotlight in her and everything else faded away as she turned and her hair blew in the wind her hair, over her, her shoulder. Big poofy hair from the 80s or 90s. <laughs> the, um, 80s the 80s, the 80s. Um, yeah, no, but in reality, there was a lady behind mom that was a six foot six basketball player who was really athletic. And so I was meant to be in the NBA, but dad, <laughs> mom got in the way with the big poofy hair. No. <laughs> no, mom's the one that dated the basketball player. Jeez. Okay, we don't need to talk about that. But regardless, people, you know, they'll pray, oh, this is how it's supposed to be. And dad, I love dad's story because, you know, be tenacious, man. It was like he saw her, 
that's the person I'm supposed to marry. And then every time mom shot him down or turned him, turned him down, it was like, okay, big whoop. I know I'm supposed to be with you. So <laughs> I'm going to wear you down. Kind of sounds like deal, a you know? horror movie. Actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like this guy, yeah, like honestly. just won't leave you alone. And you're like, leave <laughs> me alone. Then go away. Mom loved him. Mom liked him. But then dad freaking just sitting at the kitchen table. Doesn't get on a knee. Doesn't have a ring. Will you marry me? Oh my gosh, I remember her and telling. And she said, the, "I have to think about it." That's right. Well, because and do you remember anyone you should remember have to think about it when it's yes. such a lame proposal? Oh, don't hate on dad like that. He did his best. <laughs> he did not. Yeah, that was, that was pretty bad, honestly. You know, you know his thing. Every ten years, he whips he whips out the cards and does you some romantic. What? You know. Yeah, I love I have, that. Ugh. And then she said she'd have to think about it, and she made him wait two weeks. Two weeks. And do you remember how she said yes? Yeah, because um, she wrote it on the inside of a church program or had a note on yes. the inside of a church program. And dad came in late, and the guy who was, you know, because there's always like As readers always, at sure. the door um, handing out programs to everyone who comes in, and he dealt from, and dad's like, and I knew there was something fishy about it because he dealt from the bottom and then gave me this the the program from the bottom and then he opened it up and she was and it said yes on the inside or I say yes or whatever and he was so mad he was so pissed because she made him wait so long that he was like hmm and the guy at the door was so eh. confused because he's like open it Didn't yeah he's he tell like, him open, to open it I don't, I don't remember if dad said he told him to open it but I remember dad saying he he was super he was like right re- like excited thinking dad was yeah, gonna be yeah, super happy yeah. and then dad was like hmm <laughs> <laughs> Such a romantic beginning. Okay. So I'll I'll explain how I thought this. I was wondering, typically most church buildings, regular Mormon church buildings, there's like two main entrances. You know, Mm -hmm. if you you think of the church as a square, right? And, uh, you know, you can come in on either side. Or I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A rectangle. Um, You come in on either side of the rectangle on the long sides. So you're thinking, how did she know which side he was going to come in? How did she know which side he was going to come in? And then this is what got me to this because that's not really important because it was probably a small building, you know, it was in Germany. So it was probably a small building. Could have been someone's house for all we know. Yeah. Um, honestly, I don't even know. But what I was going to say is how interesting habits are in church. What I mean by that is, and I mean, Jane and I haven't gone to other churches, right? Like, I mean, I've been to maybe two other church programs um, throughout my life going to church um sorry i got an email that distracted me uh because it was important anyway so what i was going to say is habits like i'm sure other churches do this maybe they maybe they don't i feel like i'm sure it's a people thing but we sat in the same place every sunday yeah no you have your pew you have your pew pew. if you mix it up oh shame on you i mean i feel like i've someone would leave the church if you took their pew they're like (laughs) we're leaving we're not coming back but think about it Sandy Creek specifically, because that's in my mind, I had the most memories of, um, we parked on the same side. We parked on the side with the shed. There was like the, the scout, the, that little building, you know, cause it was the first turn cause we'd come in from the highway and that was the no, first I, turn I remember. In. Yep. And, and we growing up always sat in the front, like the first or second row. We were always up at the yes. front because dad's ADHD, he was like, I have to sit up front or else I'm not going to pay attention because I'm going to be looking around at everybody else. At least that's what you say. And so we always sat up front. But I think a lot of other people thought we were just stuck up snooty 
people oh, who thought we were better than sure. everybody else. The, Ginny, Ginny, you know it's a rule that the like the the oh my gosh, what alpha the alpha family, the like epitome of that's the family we want to be like. They always sit in the front. You know it. That's that you gotta sit in the front. You know you are the like the family, and uh, it's about family. So that's what we always did. We always sat in the front, but we actually sat in the second row in Sandy Creek for some reason at that church building. Because you get um, a crick the in beer- your neck trying to look up at the pulpit if you're in the front, the very front yeah. row. Anyway, I just remember looking at Dad, making faces at Dad, or if Dad was, Dad would be doing his putting his. You know, everyone mm-hmm. has that. I don't want to say tick, but that tick they have where they, you know, they they bounce their knee or they put their hand on their face in a funny way or you know put their chin on their on their fist dad always puts his hand over his mouth and puts like a finger up you know and whenever i see would see him doing that because dad sat you know dad was a bishop right so he sat up on the uh what do they call it the stand mm-hmm. i don't want to call it the, yeah the stand. is it called the stand yeah yeah so he would sit up on the stand you know which is lifted so everyone can see and uh so anytime he was making a so face or doing something you I'd mo- oh, stop it. I'd, I'd uh, you know, mock him. He'd like smile and laugh. Or if he was, you know, talking at the pulpit, if he does his little knife hands or his okay sign. Dad, whenever he talks, he does, when he's talking from the pulpit, he does knife hands and he does pulpit. Or oh, I just said pulpit. He does uh, the okay. okay sign all the time. And he'd do that. And I'd like look at him and mock him while he was talking to, you know, a hundred people. And he would smile and be like, he like stopped doing it, put his hands down. I'm not gonna talk my hands. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh yeah. Yeah. I think that's another very unique thing about the LES church is everybody gets a chance to get up and speak. Like they don't yeah. it's not like a the pa- the bishop or like, you know, what the equivalent of our pastor preaches every Sunday. Right. It's every member of the congregation. Basically you kind of rotate through giving sermons. And so there's usually three people, right. three or two people every Sunday from the congregation who give the sermon, who give what we call, we call them talks. You give a talk on Sunday and you go up to the front and you give your talk and everybody. Yeah. So it's just, you get taught by each other and sometimes it's, sometimes it's good. And, but most of the time, it's not. <laughs> Listen. Most of the time, it's not very good. Like, you know. Well, there's always a youth speaker. So someone under the age of 18 or, I mean, I guess you could be 18, but, you know, a mm-hmm. youth. It was like 12 to 18 and then two adult speakers. Um Typically, I always feel like the third speaker was supposed to speak longer, but almost always, without a doubt, that second speaker would speak for freaking go on and on. You know, think about they would have to because in I say I say regular churches. I don't mean it that way, but in other churches, regular churches, normal churches, right? Yeah, normal churches. There's a pastor who gives his speech, his talk, his sermon, and. It's time. 45 minutes. Boom. Done. Cut. Clean. But when you have random people talking who haven't coordinated with each other, you know, you have the 12-year-old boy who gives a two-minute speech and then you have the um, second speaker who only prepared 10 minutes because they, they typically would tell you like 10 to 15 minutes if you're the second and then the third speaker they say be about 15 minutes but you need to cut or or, you know, make it longer depending on 
how the other person does or whatever, right? Well, if the first person's two minutes, the second person's five minutes, and the third person's like, shoot, I got 45 minutes and I prepared a 10-minute talk. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I feel like that would like never happen. Like, I don't remember hardly that no. ever happening because it usually almost, it almost people happened. would always go, this is what happens when, because most, most pastors, preachers are paid, right? Like this is their profession. Okay. So they're right. professionals, right? They're professionals at making you feel things and, you know, speakers, right? They're, they're public speakers and normal people are not. Okay. And so. <laughs> normally when, when you put normal people up there and you ask them to be inspirational bring the spirit mm. of god all right usually it ends in one or two ways three ways either it's so boring you could fall asleep or cry all right like so boring like it's a drone <laughs> rah, rah, rah. <laughs> or they literally just cry the whole time and you're like, okay. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> like, I hate it's that. just awkward for everybody. Or three, they tell you they, they're very excited and energetic, but they tell you their whole life story. And like they go it's from, not, And it's not spiritual. And it's not spiritual. It has nothing to do with Jesus. And it, they go, they're like, no. so at the beginning, my parents met in 1950 or whatever, yeah. you know, and you're like, oh my gosh. And then it goes on and on. And then they'll take a sidetrack about their dog and how their dog had this, you know, one thing, but then they were healed. And, and uh, anyway, it's just all over the place. And you're, oh my gosh, I couldn't, I could never stand that. The stories. Because. Hold up. I'm all. What? So, so I was just going to say, we need to talk about testimony meeting. That's what we need to oh, talk yes. about. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. And this is where, this is probably the, the perfect example of this chaos. Okay. Because that's what it is. It's like organized, barely contained chaos. Testimony meeting. So it's the first Sunday of every month. And it's open forum. It's open mic night. It's open mic night. Okay. It's open Sunday. Open mic Sunday. Whatever. Meaning... Anyone, anyone in the congregation can get up and go to the pulpit and bear their testimony, which is supposed to be. And I remember dad giving us so many lectures on the way home or to, to church oh. about what a testimony was. He's like, a testimony is less than two minutes and it's about Jesus. It centers on Jesus. Like that's what it's about, right? It's about the gospel. It's about Jesus. Less than two minutes long. Okay. It's not this whole testimony. Literally my least favorite Sunday, okay? Least favorite because anyone in the congregation- I loved it. It was so funny. <laughs> it's so entertaining. Anyone in the congregation could get up there and bear their, what is supposed to be their testimony. And you know how many actual testimonies there are? At least about- Four. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. It was me, me, mom. Uh, <laughs> just, that was two of them. <laughs> okay, anyway. But okay. the point is, is that- Testimony meaning absolutely chaotic, but sometimes you would get really touching stuff. You get really touching stuff, but most of the time it was like, made me want to pull my hair out. <laughs> I think it was funny. It was it, because we get, you know, the funniest thing for me was the similar, the same people you knew, you knew when they were going to go up and you knew what they were going to say and if they were going to cry or not. And that was just, I just love that. I just thought it was so funny. But I mean, hey, we can talk more about it, more about it next week. I know Marianne just uh, got there. So you got kiddos. You got to, you got to, you got to, wait, not rile them up. That's the bad one. One, round, round them up. You got to round them up. 
<laughs> I was like, what are you trying to say? Yeah. Yep. My offspring needeth my assistance. <laughs> Shoot, Virginia. Oh, we forgot to do the quote of the day. Uh, Wesley, we don't need a quote of the day. They don't even like the quotes of the day. Yes, they do. We have to do. No, my gosh. Nobody even cares. Guys, quote of the day is don't let your sister bring you down. Thank you for listening to Siblings Unhinged. Make sure to follow the podcast so you can listen to new episodes every Monday. Toodaloo. Bye.